0: Hi there, friend. Welcome to this week's episode of the Abundant Grace Podcast. I am excited to sit down with you today and just chat about what's on my heart as far as performance and your relationship with God and your unique relationship with God. So as we talk about like the fear of God and how it impacts our relationship with Him, and you start unpacking Like why we do what we do, like, do we do it um, to keep God happy? Do we do it because we're afraid that the hammer might fall? And a lot of times we do it out of fear of not doing it the right way. Fear that our relationship with God, our faith walk, um, our devotional, whatever label you want to give it, um, we feel like it's supposed to look a specific way. And we then get afraid to, it can play into it, of uh, what other people will think if we let a specific belief go, or if we stop reading our Bible every day, or if we, I don't know, stop attending church for a while, or whatever it looks like for you, whatever that thing is in your life that you're like, Ooh, I don't know, I kind of feel a tug to let this go because it's, I'm just doing it to do it because I'm supposed to do it. Or somebody once told me I'm supposed to do it. So maybe that recognition there is all you need and you can go, Oh wait, I can just release this. But maybe there's something more there to that. So getting to the root of why you do that, I'd love to spend some time chatting and help you find the permission that you already have that maybe you just needed somebody to point out that you can quit that thing. If you do have that feeling of like, well, what, am, what have I changed this belief? Like, what does that say about me? Or does this disqualify me? And am I am I no longer a true believer? Or am I no longer a good Christian if I'm not believing this thing or doing this other thing? And first of all, I'd like to say, no, you're not. That doesn't disqualify you in the slightest. God is not going to be displeased with you. God's not going to like you less. He's not going to be angry at you or disappointed. So I think that's an emotion that some of us have felt. um, Like maybe God's going to be disappointed in me. Like a parent who's like, oh, I still love you, but. Man, I really wish you hadn't done that. And maybe God feels that way when we, when people really mess up or go away that we shouldn't. But I, I don't think we can can carry around that worry about what God thinks and feels towards us. Because really, you would be a not a good parent if we did that towards our kids, like put the burden of our emotions on our kids. And I think God's far better than we are. Right. So as we talk about performance, it's hard to let these things go because they are good things. I'm not saying they're bad things at all, but when we're doing them just for the sake of doing them, there's no fruit available. And usually you'll hear the advice that you should just do them and ask God to change your attitude. But when there's trauma involved, when there's performance-based um, acceptance or religion involved, you might need to just take a break. And like I already listed some things, but I really mean that. I really mean just let healing happen. You don't have to force it to happen. Um, you can just be along for the ride and you don't have to feel like, well, when will I get back to that? You don't have to have an end date. Like I'm going to not read my Bible for a month or I'm not going to go to church for two months while I'm figuring this out. You can just leave it open-ended and know that what you're doing is what is best. And I don't mean this in a selfish way. It's not like you're just sitting around going, hmm, what's the easiest for me? What's best for me? But really, what is good for you right now? Because your relationship with God does not need to look like somebody else's. It doesn't. And God will meet you right where you are at. Your relationship with God should be as unique as you are. You don't have to try to um, look at other people's and go, well, maybe it should look like this. and Maybe it should look like m- more church attendance. Or maybe it should look like um, really enjoying in-depth Bible study right now, or maybe it should look like XYZ. I'm just using the Bible study as an example. Apply it to whatever spiritual practice is applicable to your life and your season and what you're walking through right now. The hardest part is taking a step back because sometimes we need that full break from a different various um, practices or activities And then we can see what is good and right for our life and our relationship with God that is unique and beautiful and abundant and pure, not put into a box. And after we've given it time and a break and space and we've found healing as we gently press into the healing. So we're not running away from the hard. We're processing things as they come. But you don't have to... I've I've felt this. <laughs> where I feel like I have to rush out and address different beliefs. Or unpack different things and figure out which is the right way. And you can completely release that. And instead... Go for what is right for you, what works for your personality, what works with your specific um, traumas or your story after you've taken some time off and had some healing. And you're not going to need a break from the same thing somebody else is going to need a break from. Um, So you don't have to, again, drop the comparison of what it should look like, even in your healing, because maybe you're not at all triggered by reading the Bible. Maybe it's super easy for you to open it up and you're just like, God, show me again, a new, like what this actually means. And you're, you're really deep into that. Great. That's awesome. Don't stop because somebody suggested maybe it wasn't working for you because if it's working for you, keep doing it. But if you need a break from a certain area, take it, take a step back and give yourself the space that you need to heal. I think this is really the really hard part about healing from performance based stuff. I heard Ali Casaza say it once about eating disorder. You can't just stop eating completely. Like if you're dealing with alcohol addiction You just don't drink alcohol. Like you cut that out of your life. Done. I mean, and I don't mean to be trite at all. Like, but it's easier in that you can just completely be done. Like you're done. Where eating disorder, you have to continue to eat. And with performance based living, because that's what it turns into, it's not just performance based religion and working for God's acceptance, it permeates all of the rest of our life. Um, because it's already there, but then it amplifies when our religious experience is that way too, when we think that's how God made the world to work. So coming off of performance based stuff, you don't want to let go of the good things. Like you can't just, well, I find my worth in cleaning up my home and cert- and doing the dishes and cooking or cleaning or whatever, maybe that's your thing. You can't just like, never cook again for your family. I mean, maybe you could take a step back and let your house be messy and that could be healing in itself. But when the good thing we're doing is tied to our worth, how do we let go of the good thing we're doing? And sometimes in order to re find, reground ourselves in our God-given identity. We have to let go of those things that we've measured our performance and our value by before in order to allow ourselves to heal and then re-approach these things with fresh eyes and new ways of doing them so that it doesn't become performative. And I will be honest with you, I still struggle to read my Bible the same way every day. Like, it is hard for me. I can sit down with my journal and talk to God and pray things out, gratitude list, whatever. I can change that up. And that's really healthy. But Bible reading, like through the Bible, I would love to read my Bible. I got a new version i would love to read chronologically through all in a year this year and i don't think it's going to happen and still divorcing like what is a self discipline thing from a performance thing oh i can still have self discipline to do this on the days that i don't want to but also maybe on the days that i'm not really feeling like diving into that because i need some more space to talk to god then maybe i journal things out and he brings a verse that i've memorized to mind or i just look at the bible app verse of the day and meditate on that so noticing that there's still performance like mixed in with bible reading and it can get dry really fast cuz if i'm doing it just for the sake of doing it um it the fruit disappears the heart change goes out the window so taking the time to heal from the guilt taking the time to heal from the shame taking the time to heal those the fear around what if i don't and having the love-based motivation and it's okay to pursue that motivation rather than say no i've just got to keep doing it because At all costs, even if my attitude, you know, my attitude will catch up. And I would like to flip that. Your attitude and your devotion will lead your actions. It should not be the other way around. And as we heal our relationship with God and press into love, rest, peace, and letting the love of God actually motivate us. Then we will find the fruit of the Spirit and a loving relationship with Almighty God and a healed relationship with ourselves as well. If you would like to troubleshoot some ideas um, to shake up your faith practices right now, I would love to invite you to come to the Tuesday Morning Connect chat and pray call. That would be a great time to brainstorm some ideas of what your faith walk can look like for you in this season so that you can begin to shed the expectations that maybe have gotten there from church culture or yourself or feeling like you had to do them. You can shed those. And if you want to go all the way deeper on this and get complete breakthrough. I would love to work one-on-one with you, but if you're looking to just start this, come to the Tuesday morning call and let's get some ideas, some fresh perspective on what would work best for you and pressing into a unique and beautiful relationship with God because it is available. It's available for you, friend, I promise. And Even if it feels like it's a long time coming, it is totally available. Thank you for hanging out with me as I chat through this, this concept of releasing our performance and even taking a break on good things. If you disagree with me, let me know. If you agree with me, I would love to uh, chat with you and visit too. Um, It would be an honor if you would leave me a review on iTunes or Spotify for the podcast so other people can find it. Share this episode with a friend. Help them find the freedom that is available in Christ as well. Thank you for hanging out with me. Have a great rest of your week, friend. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Abundant Grace Podcast. I would love it if you would share this episode with a friend so that they can hear this encouragement and be empowered in their walk with Jesus as well. It would also mean the world to me if you would leave a rating and review on Apple for the Abundant Grace podcast. It really does make a world of difference in getting this podcast into other people's ears so they can be equipped in their relationship with God as well. As always, I would love to hear your thoughts on this week's episode. You can find me hanging out on Instagram, emily.abundantgrace, or you can send me an email, hello at emilyklewis.com. That's emily, the letter K, L-O-U-I-S.com. And until next week, remember that God's grace abounds and won't ever run out.